In the meantime, Goethe had settled in Weimar. At the Weimar Musenhof, the enlightened Duchess Anna Amelia assembled some of the leading intellectuals of the era. In this rural idyll, the great poets and thinkers of the age enjoyed much more freedom than in Berlin or Vienna. In return, the artists were prepared to make some important diplomatic concessions. They reasoned that society should not be changed through violent revolution, but through a drawn-out process of providing every citizen with access to education. The poet Friedrich Schiller sought to reunify a politically divided world under the banner of truth and beauty, but his works were still loaded with explosive passages. The original text of his Ode to Joy describes a free and boundless world in which the restraints of society and religion are overthrown. Joy, beautiful spark of gods, daughter of Elysium, we enter fire imbibed, heavenly thy sanctuary. Thy magic powers reunite what custom's sword has divided. Beggars become princes' brothers where thy gentle wing abides. Napoleon had crushed the ideals of freedom embodied in the French Revolution by the time a deaf composer captured the spirit of the age in a mammoth symphony, Ludwig van Beethoven. Even as a young boy in Bonn, he had been captivated by the words of Schiller's Ode to Joy, and though the text he used was toned down, his symphony quickly gained widespread fame. Beethoven's works were interpreted as appeals to mankind and as musical philosophy. He composed his powerful Fifth Symphony after Napoleon's victory over Prussia in 1806. Even Goethe was disoriented. <laughs> We feared that the concert hall would come crashing down. This music overflows with energy. Extreme contrasts collide against each other. Contrasts that mirror the time in which we live. Hope for a new society dashed by violence and war. The harmonious art of music infused with death and destruction, fear and despair. But in the end, fate allows mankind a glorious victory from darkness to light. <laughs> 